Blog Talk Radio. Top of the evening, 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 yeah, yeah. There we go. Welcome to Tuesday, it's the scoop, we're in the building. Hello, hello, how's it going? Q, we got Q in the building, hello ma'am, you there? Hey, 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 I'm here, now that I got us all live. All right, all right, Michelle, we're in the building. Yes, sir. All right, all right, let's go. <laughs> um, 
just so you all know, before we get going into the evening, we allowed, uh, actually, he let us, we, we were going to put it on us, but it wasn't. He told us he was taking a night off <laughs> when needed a break tonight, so we are flying solo dolo, so uh, bear with us. Let us all pray over this show on this evening, but <laughs> we had a good, good trainer, so I think we're going to be all right. We're going to do wearing proud on this evening. <laughs> right. Dear Lord. Oh, man. <laughs> right. Let us pray. <laughs> Oh, so, uh, we're trying to right, what's going on with sports. Okay, so, well, if we just, it's going to dive on in. Our first segment is brought to us by the good online publication of Global Drive, known as Nouveau Exposure. Young ladies bringing a fresh view and a fresh look on the Internet, and it is a magazine, an e-mag, and we do publications, as well as blogging, as well as advertising. So definitely check out the latest edition of Nouveau Exposure, which is a magazine that is for the up-and-coming and youthful and everything jazzy young lady. And also there are things in there, good nuggets for the young men. So as we speak right now, we have the good playoffs going on. Um, to my knowledge, not very many people are watching like that. They are supposedly not as entertaining as before. Um, teams are getting swept out of there, and folks are looking old, and things are looking rigged, and there's a lot of rigmarole going on. And as they speak right now, I'm told LeBron is uh, taking an L right now. So um don't know the exact score because I'm not st- sitting in front of it, but last I heard they were losing. Let me go and check and see what those numbers are really fast. Because I want to talk about my man. Uh, what's the score on the game? The game is on 33-23, and that is the Cavaliers. I mean, the Celtics are winning in the second quarter with 10 minutes left. So, OJ is up for parole here. Just <laughs> to be freed in July if possible. Now, a lot of people are saying, you know, OJ deserves to sit because he's a killer and, and well, he deserves to sit because he's a killer. Now, I want to throw some logic in there. I honestly believe OJ really did not do it. Now, that's not to say he didn't have any idea what was going on, but I definitely don't believe that he was the killer. This is why. Now, as funny as it seems, you got to do Hollywood math. Anytime you hear them talk about these Hollywood stories and who was there, like throw, for instance, just a name that has nothing to do with their story, the Rick James. Any of the Rick James stories that were told (laughs) about the fun times he had with this stuff that we call cocaine, which was told to be a hell of a drug, you always heard, oh, and by the way, O.J. Simpson got a big head. So OJ was always there. When you do that mathematics, that lets you know that OJ may possibly know something about the cocaina. And if OJ knows something about the cocaina, <laughs> then that means that possibly his wife and new boyfriend knew something about the cocaina. This is how I come to my story. I believe OJ is innocent because I believe everybody in the situation had a coke habit. And the thing is, is that OJ was tired of paying for people's habits. So when the habit got bad and she needed to get a new fix, O.J. wasn't paying for it that day and Buddy needed his money. Insert the newest movie about dope, dope. 
And the, and the thing they said in there is the slippery slope. If they would have let Nicole and old boy get away with not paying that day because OJ said he ain't covering the tab no more, guess what? That creates a slippery slope all throughout Hollywood. Now all the stars think they're getting their they smokes and they sniffs for free, and it doesn't happen. So what happened was is she died right there. Now, did OJ know it? Absolutely. He knew what happened, but did he do it? Absolutely not. Does he, does he deserve to be free on what I think? Absolutely. There wasn't convicted. You can't hold a man that ain't convicted now. Now, was he, was he wrong? Well, I don't even think he was wrong to go in and steal his stuff back. How you going to tell me? I was going to say, he for the stuff This was a bust of his face. Like, you going to tell me I'm wrong for coming in your house to take my face out of your house? Something and, and and my first thing is how did y'all even get that thing out of the Hall of Fame, like or was it taken out of the Hall of Fame when you know he was in, on, on on trial? Did he get ousted and then they just started throwing it around then and somebody bought it on eBay type deal? Like I got questions. Who just has a bust of OJ's head and thinks it's okay? And then when he comes to steal it, you no 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 you wrong OJ that's not your head, bruh. <laughs> Yeah, ain't nobody head that big, bro. That is definitely OJ head. What y'all think? Should OJ so be clever. free? Should they let OJ continue to sit? What y'all think? <laughs> Considering he's there for stealing his stuff back, like at this point, it just seems like this was one of them gotcha. We had to get you some kind of way, so we got you that kind mm-hmm. of way. So for the sheer kind of ridiculousness of the reason why he's there right now, I think I think he's probably done enough of the time <laughs> for going back and <laughs> snatching his goodies back. But, um, yeah, for what he's there for, for the current charges, I can't, you know, what's done is done as far as the previous things. And I honestly was so young, I did not know a whole lot about it. It did not catch my attention enough when it came back around with the whole OJ redo situation when you know here recently it didn't catch me up again so I really don't know a whole enough you know a whole lot about it to really speak on the prior <laughs> allegations but as far as what he's there for now I think it's just time to let that go like let that man go he's old and let let him go on and do his uh, thing let, let uh, OJ uh, be free I, have, <laughs> I gotta disagree I know, but I'm gonna disagree because you might know more than me. <laughs> I already say I'm 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 ignorant to this one. I'm just <laughs> I mean, oh yeah, and I and I understand that. But from my point of view, from us mm-hmm. growing up watching the trial and going through the emotions, and when they basically outed LP, it was like, okay, yeah, this is this is when we about to get them. And after watching the untold story or whatever you want to call the series um, that came out last year, um, I think we we were hoodwinked and bamboozled. I <laughs> agree that we had to get a win for LAPD. Oh, I agree for that for Rodney King for all the other stuff. I agree we had to, we had to bring that out to the light. But I do believe OJ is the type of person that didn't even identify with black people, and he often said he was not black. He didn't want people to party him mm-hmm. as black. And then for you to jump on uh, your pro-blackness when, it need, when uh, you needed it, I just, I, I don't I don't agree with that. So, yeah, let him finish that time. You, you shouldn't have did nothing stupid. You got off. 
You broke the law. <laughs> I'm going to name him Orenzo. I'm going to call him Orenzo. Do how how much longer is he supposed to have? Till July. How much? If well, he doesn't, he, ser- he served nine of thirty-three. So if they let him loose, he's done a total of nine. Good behavior. Wait, he got he got thirty-three years for stealing his stuff. <laughs> That's what he got. That's why everybody thinks this is outrageous, even though some people say it's not outrageous because basically he's doing time for what people think he did. I wish the drug dealer would raise their hand though. and say, you know what? You, that ain't that's how it works, cocaine though. With a hell of a <laughs> you don't get to say, well, we're going to come back know. and do a do-over with this charge. That's not oh, how that works. 33 years is a oh, lot. I mean, I know. Yeah. I know, but, yeah, 33 years. But, 30, but, 33, but 33 ain't a lot for, hey, everybody believes that what goes around comes around. Everybody believes in karma. And we always say karma That's comes true. back yes, in the guess, least yeah. expected way. So this body is karma. Because I, I just, I, I, I just, from him, just, if you could find some information on him when he was in high school, things like that, and he was, he was raised to be, you know, taught that he was better than, uh, you know, the people around him and his surroundings. I, I don't know. Um, do them 33 years. Don't. Yeah, he could have had some karma coming. <laughs> and no telling what we don't know happened. That's true. I have to say, and okay, on that one. That and you be. know what? But but what people, what people, a lot of people that didn't want to watch it, what, what was missed is just the pure socialism and uh, sensationalism of mm-hmm. <laughs> the media. I mean, if it didn't show the media the bad, I don't know why people would just know you can't follow propaganda like that was the biggest truest probably display of how the media can can turn things it's it's in that series they did a very good job of that of exposing the um you know the intent behind media so mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. people should watch it for that but i'm still on a well, I'm gonna have to do some catch up. i mean i know <laughs> I know a rental didn't turn his card in, you know what I mean? I know I know he even turned his back on us a few times, but hey, we took Michael Jackson back at the end. Why we can't take back OJ? <laughs> like, come on, man. We did. We did. Like, OJ just gone mm-hmm. forever. Right. No, no, no. He didn't right. do it this time now. Go on and let him be black again. <laughs> give him back give him back his melanin in. As far as I'm concerned, OJ is a rental again with me. He that same okay. dude with the afro that said, hey, OJ. <laughs> well, all right. We, we <laughs> wish OJ some luck. <laughs> right, however this ends up, because it could be a doozy from what it's looking at. Uh, this could go all kinds of ways. Because I think, you know, like you said, if, if we're still holding on to the priors, then, yeah. You gonna be chilling because <laughs> the general the general public kind of feels like, well, yeah, we know you kind of you got a pass on that first go round, but you gonna have to take the pill mm-hmm. the second time. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kelly. Yeah, right. What you got next for us? Oh no, actually, we're gonna go on. What is it? We're gonna jump into our first song of the evening. The music. Yeah. yeah. And that's going to be by our friend Big Rob Clay, and it's called Bye Bye. Let's go.
take some cuts for some benefit program are to me pretty important to our society and for one for example one is um Medicaid and um another one is food stamps. Those are the ones that are basically oh, and I believe I believe section eight is included in that. I'm not sh- not real positive on that. But he wants to cut these benefits, um let's see, by one point seven trillion dollars. And uh if by doing this they they said it's still gonna take ten years, but these different program cuts would help balance the budget basically. And the amount for just for food stamps alone is one hundred and ninety three billion. So about a thirty percent um drop and they're saying that would drive millions of people off the program. Um They've been coming. They've been what, coming for food stamps for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, and Medicaid. knew that was coming. Yeah, he did. The article did uh, speak about Medicaid. Excuse me, still being available for the elderly. Um, so they they do mention that, but I'm just thinking about this: a thirty percent cut, millions of people that are going to get their benefits naturally, but may have been relying on that. For years, I I just don't know how um, it's going to balance out on the back end. What What's your thoughts on it, uh, Rashad? Um, you know I like to prequel everything by I think he's an idiot first, but then second of all, mm-hmm. um, uh, um, as far as healthcare. Um, I kind of like things the way they are now, even though, you know, everything is going to be expensive regardless. The way I see everything that the current administration is doing, it kind of seems like the outcome is going to be everybody's going to be coming out of pocket. And I don't know, nobody's sitting around with that kind of money to where you for real got doctor money just to come out of pocket for surgery or anything just regular now. I bet folks won't be rushing to that uh, emergency room when they got a headache now. I mean, True. the game is changing. Like, you not you can't just – hospital is last resort. Last resort. I'm going to start investing in Gatorade. I mean, not Gatorade. Yeah, Gatorade. I'm going to invest in uh, uh, ginger ale. I'm going to invest in Vicks Vapor Rub and all the stuff that, you know, <laughs> is just like black folks' elixirs and serums because all that stuff is about to start getting brought up a lot more because the hospitals are going to be losing money because people ain't going to be able to afford that living. That's expensive, man. Like, I I challenge folks to just go ahead and just Google a procedure one time. See what that stuff costs, and then you'll see that the luxury of having some type of insurance, if any type of insurance at all, because, like, man, you'd much rather be paying a deductible than you pay that full-out number, because, boy, you're talking about paying for a yeah. car. And you go, just a car. I ain't, ain't nobody got time for that. What about you, Q? What's, what's your thoughts? Um... I think that we are getting, 
I noticed that we're putting quite a bit of money back into the Department of Defense. Did you see that this, all of these cuts will still result in a $574.5 billion increase for the Department of Defense? There's going to be a 5.8% budget increase for the Department of Veteran Affairs, which I'm actually not really tripping about because our vets need more more um, help and they need more dollars going to them for all kinds of different things. So I'm, I'm actually here for that. But there's increases in the billions going to the Department of Defense. But then, like we stated earlier, we're cutting things like food stamps. WIC is also on the chopping block um, under this particular budget. Um, programs like that will be completely cut out. There's some food shelters, um, food pantries, and things like that, which have been struggling for a very long time already. Um, the rental assistance programs that I know here in Oklahoma City, um, they, there used to be um, a good amount of maybe two handfuls of. Now there, you're being good if you could find a church or a handful of people that could pos- or a handful of organizations that could reach out and help as far as um, rental assistance and things like that. So just the human care type things are being cut, and it's really telling who, you know, it's really telling about the direction that we're trying to go in. What are we really competing for? What are what are we, what are, what is our end result really trying to be? Because we're no longer taking care of each other, and not necessarily saying that was supposed to be the goal, but I've always, I've said for a while, like our human nature part is being totally taken out of this under the, the guys of we need more money, we need to get better, the economy, the economy, the economy. Who's going to be able to work these jobs if we can't eat, if we can't get well enough to go to the job? Like the robotics world is not advanced enough to take up all of these jobs. <laughs> like it's not, we're putting, we're backing, it's just like when you mock right. yourself into the corner and you can't get out. You know what I'm saying? Like we are slowly, we are like deeply waxing and buffing ourselves into this corner where we're just going to be stuck. We're going to have a country full of sick, mad, separated people, and it's not going to be a good thing. I'm I'm not here for this at all. I don't like the fact that these the things that are that allow people to continue to function and move and and the people who need the help the most are the people that are hurting. And it's almost like it's it's. It's almost like it's a disciplinary type situation, and that also puts me in a in a in a phase because there's a certain group of people who think that the the lower class or the the poverty stricken have been getting over for so long with these programs. So now we're going to teach you a lesson and help you pull yourself up and get it together. So we're going to snatch these things because if we remove them, you no longer have the option. So now you have no choice but to get up and do the way the right way. Well. <clears throat> If these people were to come to the neighborhoods that have these types of people and get down into the world where these people are having to live day to day, they would recognize that these people aren't choosing to be in these positions that they're in. That's not the ideal situation for them either. So snatching the benefits is not going to get them the results that they expect. So I'm I'm prayerful and I'm I'm action I'm action driven at this point. You know, things like what you and I you know what you got going on, Kels, with your program. Um, you know, and the different business things that we've got going in our community that we've got planning, those are the types of things that I think are going to make more of the difference. This is just going to be more to our detriment right now. I'm not excited about this at all. I hope it doesn't get past wherever the next level is going. This is, yeah. Yeah, and uh, that brings me to the point of, you know, if you if you snatch these benefits away from people, especially things like Section 8, okay, so yeah. now you're going to have, a million, millions of more people without a place to stay. So what do you think that's going to cause? You think everybody's going to willingly um, 
go sit under a bridge or something and, and try to figure something out. Mm-hmm. I mean, crime is going to go up. Like, all these things are domino effect. And it's very, um, it's easy for the powers that be to ignore that and just say that's a casualty because they don't have to Q said. So that's what made me bring, that's what brought me to that point, Q, is that they aren't, they, they aren't on that level. They don't go back. Uh, to really see, or some of them have never, you know, have never even seen it. They come from, uh-uh. you know, their status. Place, yeah. So it it doesn't bother them. So it has to be, it has to be someone that takes a stand that's that's on their level. That's us that are that's in the rat race because that's just a casualty to them. To them, they're like, oh well, if we want this to happen, that's I mean, that's just what's going to happen. If we have to cut off yeah. our nose despite our face, uh, that's just what we're going to have to do. So. Yeah, it's very. I mean, but then very this says it's estimated we're gonna spend ten million for him traveling back and forth all over. <laughs> for ten million is right. gonna go off top. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> even his little henchman, even his little henchman Betsy DeVos said they don't know nothing about being poor. They've never had to put anybody, you know, on financial aid. They've never had to beg for anything. Yes, they've been giving millions of dollars to the Republican Party for years upon years upon years. Like, you just got millions of dollars to give away to people who are just running? Like, really? Mm-hmm. And you're who we put in control of understanding, you know, dollars that go into schools, like public schools, one schools that, you know, generally our kids go to. So you, like, and then but nobody understands why a kid may be going to school out of district and stuff like that. Like, they make it harder on parents. But they also at the same mm-hmm. time make it harder on the kids. Like, take for instance, you know, in the inner city schools, they'll double up on the kids and stack down on the on the teachers. But at the same time, mm-hmm. in the in the nice suburban schools, all the numbers are even. And then that's where all the computers and all the technology and all that stuff goes there. While Johnny that stays around the corner from us, he getting the equivalent of third grade education in high school. And that's totally unreal. <laughs> Cause I mean, nothing yeah. can be achieved if you've got 40 some kids to one, one teacher and then, Oh, occasionally an aide is in there because there's so many kids that you got to have an aide. And that's really just for optics. It's not right. that he's really, or she's really doing anything now. It's still 40 to two. You got 20 yeah, and I got 20, and what if them 20 don't respect me, but these 20 respect you, and then this and that and that and this, and we don't even get uh, – it's too much, man. And all of it boils down to dollars, classism, separating folks. Yeah. And I think, if anything, they're doing a great job of what I think they're trying to do anyway, separate the world from haves and have-nots. They don't want a middle class. Mm-hmm. They don't want a rich. They don't want a poor. Either you have it mm-hmm. or you don't, and that's it. And if you're in the dark, right down the middle, that that doesn't have a color anymore. It ain't about black and white. It's do you have it or do you not? And if you don't, then you're going to the left. If you do, you're going to the right. And I mean, it it's sad because there ain't no love in that type of system at all. Like none. It's all cutthroat to the point where stuff like the movies we watch, like Purge and all that stuff, stuff like that comes from those type of situations where people feel hopeless, helpless, and anything else that ends in less, so that they don't, you know, they just won't do anything except for 
revenge and fight. And it's sad, man. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely sad. But the silver lining in the cloud is, is that, honestly, dude is so dumb that his administration really could get kicked out in 10s to 20s. So, like, not just him. 10 to 20 of them could be wrapped up in the same type of paperwork if the right person speaks. Weird enough, like I said, all this stuff really is starting to turn into television, like made-for-TV series. Yeah. And I think because I stood up watching Prison Break and stuff like that, all of this stuff just looks all <laughs> so real. And I'm sitting here like, oh, my God, we got real-life Schofields here. Right. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. And, you're, and you know, you bring up a good point when you, when you brought up, like, movies like The Purge and things like that because we look at them. And even the other movies that we've seen as far as, like, the White House takeovers and, you know, the corruption and things that go on in the background, I've been watching Designated Survivor like a mad woman this past year. Like, I love this show, but it's, it's almost too real. You know what I'm saying? It's almost too, especially the way that they mirror so much of what's happening in our real um, in, in reality right now. And even Scandal. Last season they got into it with the, you know, with with the Donald Trump-like character, you know, that came in and then here we are. So it's just, it's it's a trip and it makes you wonder who, where's the inside scoop and how are we missing it for the TV to get it before we do. But it all, the conspiracy theorist and myself is trying to be like, you know, we've got to pay more attention and, and we say it's entertainment, but in some ways we have to start digging deeper and to see this is a reflection of how people react. These shows are coming because that's one thing that we can we have been able to study, we have been able to know and test and try and try it and true. We can tell how people are going to react in certain situations. If you deprive people from their basics, from their basic survival things is necessary, water, flint, you know what I'm saying, basic health care, food, when we start snatching the places that we go to get our food from, our already unhealthy food, but it is just the food we need to eat. You know, is what we can afford. So we're going to go make it happen with these little WIC vouchers or, you know, the food stamps that we get, things like that. You start taking away people's ability to survive, to take care of their families on their own, like really efficient on their own, that's when you get people in situations like the purge where we feel we have to take care of it and where people really want to go out and purge. Like <laughs> we're in a situation where our, our nation is so enraged right now. Like, and this, this is, this is how it happens. We can't really keep sitting back and laughing at these kinds of things and not doing anything. But that is, this is exactly how those things come to pass because you cannot continue to back large groups of people into corners and give them no options and not expect them to come back out fighting. So this, and to do it so quickly, so with you know without any remorse, any care, just kind of shrug it off and keep it pushing. Like no, people are not going to stand for that with no understanding of why or how it's going to fix eventually. No, that ain't going to work. So I I totally agree with what you just said, Rashad. As far as you know, how this is going to start to how our fantasy is going to really start to imitate our reality because. We're setting it up. We're watching it, and it's constant, and we're not even caring about it. We're desensitized to it right now. It's like, huh, scroll on, huh, they're doing it again. Mm, something else got thrown. You know, it's just, it's <laughs> all, like, that's a sad. It's all part it's of the sad. head. It's all part of the head. It's, it's yeah. always yeah. manipulated, and uh, if people would, I always say, and I mean, some, I'm sure sometimes it, it can get, you know, a little bit paranoid, but, you know, I think I always pay attention to movies. I, if somebody can think it, <laughs> Somebody can think, period. So, just talking about like the purge and things like that, that because bad things that could go on, you know, occur in our world. I was just um, wanting to get to 
um, another breaking news story about the suicide bombing that was uh, Manchester. Uh, 22 died at Ariana Grande concert, which was the um, she's the um, Disney. I, I believe she came. From, she's like a Disney entertainer, um, and it, so it's family oriented. So just think about how families and things that were there, and um, there were children that were killed in this in this bombing, and it's been. They know who they know who did it. I'm trying to pronounce his name the right one. Um, I'm sorry, well, I'll find it. But it was after the concert. Um, they said around 10:30 p.m. And so you can just imagine, you know, kids probably going to the bathroom, parents winding down, people picking mm-hmm. up kids. So it's packed, and they hear a bomb go off. And um, it was a suicide bomber, so they. They do know who attacked. I was going to say his name, and uh, it, the, this article, particular article, also said that um, ISIS had uh, said that they were involved. Like this was one of their attacks, so they did claim, as far as I know, that uh, to be the terrorists that um, pulled mm-hmm. this off. So, ha- have you guys heard about that, or what do you think about it, Q? You have little girls that probably know. This entertainment. Yes, they love Ariana Grande. Yes, they do. They they are team Ariana fans. And um, <laughs> this was really this was a trip how this all went down because I think like you said everyone was coming out of the the arena. It was the end of the show. And at first I thought they thought that it went that it um, happened inside the arena. And then after you know everyone was standing on inside, they realized that it had happened near the ticket booth. And that's where the most people were able to be pandemonium really started to to break through and where people were really hurt. I think that this is really crazy when we start, because this isn't the target audience for Ariana. It's children. You know what I mean? Like she's a teen, Mm -hmm. she's a pop, she's that in-between stage artist. You know, Disney is who her target is. You're coming right out of that Disney stage. So, you know, it's starting to, um, it's starting to get the babies, and again, that's one more thing on top of that. You know, you when you, when people start to fear for their children, and it's 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 affecting our peace and how we do deal with our day to day. And granted, this didn't happen here in the U.S., but a lot of stuff didn't happen here first, and then it comes back around. So you know, it's just I think it's crazy, and I honestly don't understand why until they because they have not made any connections with this bomber or the supposed bomber to ISIS or any known terrorist group, I really got disgusted at the fact that they said that ISIS is taking claim for this. If you can't connect this person to this yet, why are we even giving them the benefit of that doubt? Why is our president on the screen talking about I'm not going to call them monsters because they're going to like that? I'm going to call them losers instead. Like we're having naming ceremonies for the terror, you know, all of this stuff, and we really don't know anything yet. So when we talk a lot about, you know, boosting people up and, you know, giving them the fame and, and you know, giving them all this extra attention, that to me was ir- that irritated the hell out of me when I said that. I'm like, we don't know anything. This is, we, we, we shoot ISIS out there, and then we say, well, that's them. And then a lot of people say that's going to turn them off to any more investigation, any more further anything into it. Oh, it's ISIS. They're going to put it in the terrorist bucket and keep it pushing. You know what I'm saying? And it, it's just it's too soon. And it, there's no connection to that yet. So we're just going to say, okay, ISIS said they did it, so they're going to, that's cool. But we don't know anything else about that. So I'm, I'd like to watch it, but I wonder how much more information we're ever even going to get to know about it, considering that it's already been put into that bucket. 
but it's very sad, and prayers definitely go out to those parents and the families that are affected by it. I was, you know, pretty moved earlier watching the mother um, crying about her daughter. She was distraught. Like, it, to me, I thought it was too mm-hmm. soon for her to have that interview. Like, it was just too soon for yeah. her to be on the screen because it was just, you know, but, again, ratings and how we do things. But, yeah, prayers for them. Terrible. I honestly haven't seen much on that one, and the little bit that I have seen has just been a lot of racial overtone where, like, people are pointing fingers and saying this is that and that is this and this happened because of that. And I think um, before anything, the jumping to conclusions and pointing fingers and, and just being, you know, the racial overtones that it carries, I think it's sad that people do that. I think that it's sad that people jump to that. I think it's sad that something like that happened. I mean, I think it's just a sad situation, period. But, I mean, in all honesty, how did they get behind them doors with, I mean, United States or not, how did y'all get into the concert with any form of a bomb? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and, again, like I said, that goes back into the whole, this whole stuff that we be watching on TV really ain't all that far-fetched, is it? And not only just that, what was uh, Trump just getting in trouble for telling and running his mouth about we got bombs that's small enough to get past detectors and ain't made of that type of material, but still big enough on the inside to do it what it needs to do. So, I mean, like, you know, man, it's not far-fetched that they're making pin cap type bombs and all kind of just silly stuff. And, I mean, I think at the at, in the name of war, in the name of fighting, in the name of, you know, being known as the most powerful nation or close to it, or very dangerous, I think these world leaders would do almost anything. So none of it really shocks me at all. I expect the worst of them at most times. Yeah. It's that, and uh, I like to lead them to other stories that, you know, there's <laughs> some type of message, and, you know, we get on this, Orange alert, red alert are these alerts for these um, for the terrorists, um, just like Q was saying, and, and that is a good point, Q, to make about uh, we automatically give these terrorist groups um, the credit just because they say it with no investigation, things like that. Um, you know, we have terror going right on in, in the United States, you know, and it, it gets breaking news maybe for a few minutes, but it's not considered – um, a terrorist attack, and that brings me to the story of uh, Terrence Crutcher from Tulsa and the verdict of the police officer um, being found not guilty. And it, uh, it just, it's so weird that how people can ignore um, something that seems to be a pattern. Yes, it don't have to happen every day, but it's, there's still a pattern, and the pattern is that anybody that fears you <laughs> can kill you. Like, if everybody really mm-hmm. that that's anybody that's scared of you would have a right to kill you if the police can do it. So when they take on that responsibility of being a, a police officer and, um, it, I mean, you're supposed to face danger, but we don't want you to patrol our streets and, and shoot people down our traffic problems. Like it's, it doesn't even make sense. And I don't understand how people don't see it as a problem. Um, and, I mean, it's just really going to take some action, action on our part to 
to to solve this or bring some bring even more awareness to these senseless police shootings that are um, seemingly targeting, you know, black men. So I know everybody has strong thoughts on that. (laughs) I I know you got strong thoughts on that. So we'll start with you, kid. I don't. I, like I said, it's not seemingly. It's pretty pretty obvious what's happening. And when you add it to all the other things that we've discussed tonight, it's just one more cog in the, in the you know, in the in the wheel. I just and she's going back to work. She's like it, it happened, it was rushed, you know, we we cried, we marched, we got upset and then we had here we are here we are with the, you know, with the with the verdict, and we're upset and we're mad all over again. And in a week, she's back to work. You know, it just is. Mm-hmm. I don't. We've we've gotten mad. We marched. We broke stuff. We rioted. We protested. Like now, what? That's kind of that's kind of where I am now. It's time to move. Like it's time to, it's time to get it in. And I, I'm I'm very frustrated. Obviously, I'm at a loss for words for this one. It's kind of like, what do you do? What you're in a defeated place, but you can't be in a defeated place because there's still too much work to do. There's way too much work to do. It's just a matter of you kind of get to the point where you just get tired of using your words. Like that's kind of where I'm at. I don't really have very many words left for situations like this that are even able to be stated on the radio. It's just that this is enough, and now I need to figure out. How, now we got to figure out what to do next. This is crazy. Crazy, right? Don't hip shot. Sure. <laughs> That's all I got for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so start light before I go all the way hotel. Uh, <laughs> I think <laughs> I think that uh, one. I think a lot of the issue is in the fact that, uh, and I say this all the time, is People don't respect our melanin. Um, as much as we don't like to hear it, it starts with us respecting each other. Not so much, a, oh, why y'all always talk about somebody killing up, uh, y'all and y'all do all the killing of y'all self. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just a genuine respect of each other. Like, period. Learn to respect each other. That's another black man. That's another black woman. Respect them until they at least step on your puma and disrespect you. Don't just expect the worst out of people because other people already do it. We are leaders, not followers. Leaders. So start acting like that. Then, um, as far as this woman being able to go back to work after sitting on checks, because she was actually sitting and getting paid, and not only that, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, just the weirdest of stuff to me. Like, I'm looking at it like, who has trial at 10 o'clock at night? I'm cutting work mm. to get to any court I got, or they didn't hit, if I if I do happen to see some orange, they're going to hold me till they want me to go to court. they not let me go home. I don't get to go. And it'd mm-hmm. it, it be something small as a, a, a travel ticket, you know what I mean, like a speed ticket. If they want you, you're sitting this lady had all kinds of freedoms and, and freelancing, and did she sit at all, or was she just sitting at home getting paid, waiting on the trial to come to life, and then 10 o'clock at night comes, and they decide, oh, well, she's not guilty. She can go home now. Like, what? 
people who have loved and lived with people who have been raped. You know what I mean? People who have gone through uh, the wars and PTSD. Those are people who are struggling with PTSD and are coming through who know and love people with PTSD. The people who are marching in these right, yeah, the the initial people start out being everybody who feels affected. They they feel that, you know, they're doing the hashtags and the profile pic changes and things like that. The Trayvon's people, Mike uh, Brown's people, Eric Gardner's people, Philando, those people are still at the capitals. They're still at the, the legislature's offices. They still sending the petitions around. Those are the people that are still knocking on doors because it's personal for them. This stuff doesn't get personal for us. It's fads for us. It's trends. It's you know we get to say, yep. ooh, ooh, this person posted, that person posted. Ooh, let me let me share this cute meme that you know this this meme that's so deep that everybody share. It's not. We're not invested in it because we still get to be so mad in our cushy homes with our Wi-Fi and our 15 devices that connect us to things that don't have anything to do with our reality. We can literally plug in and go somewhere else. So it doesn't have to affect us. We're literally living in our little self-made bubbles that we get to protect ourselves from all things uncomfortable until we don't. And then that's when we really get mad about it. And that's when we really decide, oh, we got to change. Oh, ooh, now this is terrible. Well, yeah, it's terrible now because it's messing with your rotation, but it was cool when it was messing with them over there. It didn't bother you that much. Well, we haven't right. been made uncomfortable with us. We've just been made mad. We're not uncomfortable yet. We're just mad. No, they haven't no. done anything to make us Absolutely. uncomfortable. We just pissed. Absolutely. <laughs> That's all that is. But it's going to take, the, it's gonna the, take the more simple. than just. I'll go ahead. No, I was just saying, I was going to say, yeah, it's going to take oh, okay. more than, than the hashtags to do it. The civil rights movement happened because those people couldn't do things. They were going without. Our, our black people couldn't drink from water fountains. We had to go around the back. Like, that was a true inconvenience. That was a true restriction of, a, you know, access. We don't have that. We get to do whatever the hell we want to go do. You know what I'm saying? For the, for the most part, we get to all that little stuff. It's micro. It's micro. That's not in our face. We're not getting told, no, nigga, you don't get to do that. Like, you know what I mean? That's not happening in, at jobs, at banks. It's not being mm-hmm. told to us in that way. We're not there yet. When that happens, oh, you don't have to post about folks getting busy. They're going to come to you. <laughs> now, everybody's going to want to do something in. <laughs> you won't yeah, no help out. finding a volunteer at that I, point. I like but then what? It's too late now. It's past. Yeah, and see, mm-hmm. I like to add to that that our culture is just totally different. You know, like right now, everything's about stunting on somebody. It ain't about you know making a difference or doing something better for everybody. If I'm doing it better, I'm doing it better for myself, so I can say, and y'all can't do it. Like case mm-hmm. in point, with all of us being in Oklahoma, we were all aware of the fact that you know, Sky Bar and and Cowboy and all these different places are racist, but. You can't get you can't keep us out of there. They throw a hip hop night, we run into okay, it. That all college night. And you know, and <laughs> anything that caters to us, we run into it. Why? Because we're gonna choose the party and going somewhere where everybody else can't get into to make it seem like we're above the the norm yep. than to, you know what I mean, be down for the cause. Being down for the cause doesn't doesn't put you in popular street really. At least not in most folks' eyes. True. But um, yeah, I was just gonna before we uh, wrap up this segment, I was just gonna mention that I did see um, a couple of posts. Um, one was from uh, Mark Fleming, and I, I like what he said about 
when these types of things happen, nothing else. You, you got to start writing out those formal complaints. Like, are the, you know, it may be trivial now, but are we? Are when everybody gets wrong, are you writing in complaints, keeping paper trails, doing that, all of that? Still do your marches. Still, you know, do anything to be heard. But let's let's go ahead and start having a paper trail. I'm like, shoot, that's something new. That's a different action. That's what I'm asking for. Tell me some new things yeah. that we can do that we can start doing tomorrow. Like if somebody, if the yeah. police pull me over, even if I got a ticket, I'm going to write a letter. Y'all know I'll write a letter. I don't write a letter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. They don't think we will. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just because this is a traffic stop, you ain't just to talk to me like that. I'll write a letter, and I'll still be at the margins. I'll still be doing everything else I need to do. But I'm just, I just want to have a paper trail for me. I want to write a formal complaint so it can be on the books if anybody had anything. So, you know, I, I think it's just a time. While the fire is hot, while the iron's hot, we need to strike. <laughs> okay. But, uh, and make it count. Know. And really make it count. Oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, I was agreeing with you. It just make it count. So our uh, our next song is called "Unashamed" and it is by Remnant Warrior. Blessings, I'm blessings, I'm blessings, I'm giving No, I'm not perfect, but yes, I'm forgiven I don't need your praises, I need your attention I don't want your words, I just want you to listen I'm spitting the truth, some will get offended So if the shoe fits, then you know that you wear it Lace up and kicks and just quit all that tripping I'm not taking shots, you just feeling convicted Look at the flick of my wrist Whipping, I'm making a fresh batch of spiritual healing They say he not coming back, man, they just tripping You start speaking truth, they just don't want to listen You speaking the truth, but that's not how you living I know the truth hurts, but you gotta bear with it Cause time is like money, beware how you spend it It's not what you got, but what you do with it It's not how you start, but how you gonna finish The Lord give me strength like Popeye eating spinach You cannot stop me while I'm trying to score Get out the way, Vince Carter on the rap tours On the rap tour, are you ready for the rap tours? That's the sound what these scriptures really can do I said I think it's about that time that we put them to use I got hands on my head like I'm sipping my loot Everybody one wave like they in the canoe Dangerous, you know they can't hang with us or bang with us Man, I'm so spiritually high You would think I'm on that ends with us Look at their face, yeah, I think they suck I killed they buzz, I'm not even here to judge I'm here to love, TLC Warriors I don't live for the fame, I just live for the cane One, six, ten Yo, Turn your life around like the hokey pokey Man, I've been filled with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. Living for Christ has been so dope. So dope. Rich in the Lord, me no bro. Me no bro. He'll turn your life around like the hokey poke. Like Man, I've been filled with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. Living for Christ has been so dope. So dope. Rich in the Lord, me no bro. Me no bro. Pray my hands for this battle Cause they thinking that we sweet like some mango Bring the light to this dark like a candle This flesh that I'm in is just a rental There's always some wolves in the chapel Making up words like it's scrabble But we're taught 
preach the whole gospel And watch them demons get hostile Running out of time, shake a box up My God sits high on the plateau Painting, selling dreams for the low low He be trying to block the sun like a Zebo Turn your life around like the hokey pokey Man, I've been filled with the Holy Ghost Living for Christ has been so dope Rich in the Lord mean no growth Riding on the fence is a no-go Do just or no like a love note I know you all about chisin' there, bro But God will give it to you tenfold You won't have much room like a portobello Blessings don't swole like a pillow Checks be popping out your mail like hello Trust me, I'd be glued on the barrel You don't wanna rumble, I see kings crumble Jump from his presence, I see knees buckle You only got two ways to go like a tunnel You ask strong, but the Lord will create your muscle It's a gamble, you better think of a different plan See my God comes in three forms like a snowman he can change your heart, no transplant. What's understood don't need to be explained. See, we understand. Turn your life around like the hokey pole. Man, I've been filled with the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Living for Christ has been so dope. Rich in the Lord, me no bro. Me no bro. He'll turn your life around like the hokey pokey hokey pokey. Man, I've been filled with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. Living for Christ has been so dope, so dope. Rich in the Lord, me no bro. Me no bro. Unashamed by Remnant Warrior. Um, before we get going into this next segment, I wanted to pop over real quick. I think we have a caller on the line, so I'm going to check real quick. Caller number 2845. Do you have a question or comment to add to the show tonight? Caller 2845. Hey, how you doing? I'm just calling in, showing support. I've been oh, okay. listening. Sorry about that. Okay. okay. Uh, Did you have any questions? I think uh, we actually are advancing. It's just it just doesn't get the exposure in the same way when we acting a fool. You know, <laughs> I, I think we turned the corner. I, I definitely say we are more woke after Obama's presidency, seeing how they treated him so bad. So now you got a lot more people uh, paying attention to politics. So. Uh, just because it's not mainstream doesn't mean it's not happening. I mean, we still have to do our part as far as, you know, sticking together and, and still advancing. But we also have to recognize the game, too, because in my opinion, when we step forward, you know, they go back and regroup, and they still in front. Um, if you look at the big picture, we got all talent. But we just can't we can't retain that wealth. You know, we got the talent and they come in and get the wealth and when we do get to the top, they send the tax man after after us. So 
You know, I feel like if we did it, if you look at what Marcus Garvey did without Facebook or social media, there's no reason why we can't do it again. It's just a matter of people finding people with the same desire and dedication. I think it's going to happen. I'm I'm, I'm definitely uh, hopeful that it'll happen. I'm doing my part as well. I got my own business and, and things like that, and I'm looking at history and trying to learn as we go forward. But I think we're going to see something that we've never seen with this uh, president because a lot of people don't mm-hmm. like him. And they really ain't going to like him mm-hmm. when reality is he's cutting all these vital programs. And mm-hmm. I'll say this about us, you know, for 400-plus years, we've been catching the short end of the stick. And it wasn't until 1960, which it wasn't long ago, we took it to the street. And that's when things got done. You know, a lot of people don't see, you know, it's, it's fine to pray, but it's not enough. 1960s didn't come, in my opinion, the change didn't come, in my opinion, from prayer. It came from what happened in the streets. So yeah. mm-hmm. once a lot of people feel like, okay, let's pray, but let's do it in the street. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people, things happen. We run to the church. We pray. We cry. We holler, scream. scream then we go back home into our life. And I'm not taking church out of the equation. I'm just saying Let's do what we do in the church, in the street. And that's when the change, the change is going to come because it's the action, in my opinion. Now, you can rely on religion to, to do something you wouldn't normally do, but it takes action because uh, I take it a little bit deeper. When this country was taken, these people weren't praying. They were shooting. They were fighting. They were killing. You know, when this country had a problem with Another country, they don't pray for them. They go over there, they drop bombs, and they shoot. And I was a part of that machine, and it wasn't until then I realized the difference. You know, if you want something done, you got to take action. You got to do whatever is necessary to get it done, being war, being protesting, being petitioning, things like that. Uh, But the climate is definitely changing. Uh, I try to surround myself with... uh, like-minded people, and you also have to be willing to accept uh, we have people amongst us who don't see the vision, and they will try and distort it. So hmm. you have to learn to to say, okay, I see what you're saying, but you're in the way, so I'm going to end this conversation, keep doing what I'm trying to do. So, so there will always uh, be the, the yin and the yang. There's always a balance to it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you know, when I was going through my strife doing what I was doing, you know, I would just say to people, I'm glad you weren't around when the thought came up about freedom amongst the slaves. And that shuts <laughs> them up. It's nothing disrespectful, but it hits them hard, you know. You got a group of people who see a vision of something that's better, and instead of you trying to join it, you know, you're trying to knock it down. So, you know, when Harriet Tubman say, I could have freed a lot more, but they didn't know they were slaves, you know, that's deep. That's reality. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we coming back. If you look at it, everybody's going natural. You know, black women didn't just stop wearing their hair natural. They couldn't get jobs. It's it's a bigger play. 
you know, it's intimidating. You got kids can't even wear braids in elementary, so you got to see what you're up against in order to plan to get around it. So, um, like I said before, I know I'm rambling on. I'm going to shut up. But no, you're good. <laughs> I think you we, know, you uh, make good it's definitely time to, to, to get in there and, and take action, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, – we, I think we're going back in the right direction. You know, people are starting to wear the African colors and the natural hair, and the pride is coming. It's just not mainstream. And, you know, what I've done, I took control of my Facebook. You know, if I got friends that are posting kids fight, I unfollow. If I see a friend that is posting something I'm into, whether it's politics or consciousness, I follow them. I support it. You know what I'm saying? I feed into it. Mm-hmm. And that's what you got to do. You got to build your own world around people who are trying to do the same thing you're doing because, let's face it, we spend a lot of time on social media now. What are you looking at? Is it going to benefit you and mm-hmm. what you're trying to do on the street? You know what I'm saying? Do you shine hard on Facebook or do you shine hard on the street? You know, so... Let's yep. use Facebook to benefit us. You know, if you, let's say I'm in transportation, <clears throat> that's my business, and I'm also in law enforcement. So I look at transportation trends. I look at politics on transportation. I'm trying to find that money. And, you know, me and Kels Johnson, you know, we have conversations offline that's about business. You know, she sharpened me up. I sharpened her up. That's what it takes. You got to find somebody who's going through what you're going through, entrepreneurship. You know, no matter what you're doing, it's going to be somebody mm-hmm. who can say something to you to to open up your mind because you get tunnel vision on something you're trying to do. So um, I'm still uh, hopeful. I think we're closer than ever. You got celebrities that are waking up and speaking out on what's going on. So, you know, anybody hearing my voice just don't think we're just stagnant. I mean, we're not a perfect race, but we're not doing anything that is different from any other race. It's just we get to shine for the negativity. So mm-hmm. you just got to accept that and explain to people the difference. So uh, I'd be clowning in the group, but you know it's more to me than clowning. So I just want to call in and show y'all some some love. So that's all I got. Appreciate that. Yay! Thank you, Thomas. <laughs> Appreciate it. Right, no problem. <laughs> All right. Y'all have a good night. I'm going to keep listening, though. All Appreciate right. Appreciate it. All right. All right. No problem. All right. And for anybody else who wants to give us a call and tell us what you're thinking about our topics tonight, go ahead and give us a call at 929-477-2304 and press 1 to let us know you want to go ahead and talk to us. Um, so we are going to go ahead and move into the next segment of the show, which is brought to you by Elegance by Design, where healthy hair and skin is our priority and a beautiful you is our specialty. Um, and quick blurb about what we have coming up on June 3rd. We are going to be vending at the return of the Oklahoma Naturals event. It's the Adjust Your Crown um, event that they are hosting. It is going to be Saturday, June 3rd from 10 a.m. until 4 p.m. at 
the credit union house here in Oklahoma City. Go to OklahomaNaturalsExpo.com for your tickets. You do not want to miss a Saturday about it. Okay. So we have been talking about um, the news and politics and all that stuff this, uh, so far this shows that we're going to get into the lighter side of things. So if you had not um, had a chance to watch live, like myself, I watched the Billboard Awards last night, the first two hours of it, on On Demand, and what I got from that was Drake won everything. <laughs> like Drake won everything. <laughs> like before the show started, they announced that he had already won 10 awards. Like they came out the gate saying that they had already given him 10 awards before the show even started. So there you go with that. So uh, kudos to Drake. Um, You know, full transparency, I wasn't the biggest fan of his most recent album views. It kind of lost me, but whatever. Obviously, I am in the minority in that situation. But he did. He pretty much wrapped up. And it was uh, cool to see. I noticed in one of his uh, speeches he gave, Ludacris, shout out, um, wanted to basically kind of bury the hatch and say, you know, that he'd had problems with him in the past, they'd had issues, but, you know, we all good, which was nice. He was pretty much giving people their roses while he could, that type of vibe. <clears throat> he was, you know, he was Drizzy Drake. He was all bubbly and warm and fuzzy and all that. Got to love Drake. Um, but amongst uh, the winners Drake. aside from that, I know. <laughs> I dig him, too. I wasn't a fan of this particular album, but I like I like Drake. I like Drake a lot. Um, so let's see. Top female artist went to Beyonce. She went up against Adele, Ariana Grande, Rihanna, and Sia. Um, let's see. Top Billboard 200 artist, Drake. Top one, Hot 100 artist, Drake. Top Song Sales artist, Drake. The Chainsmokers were all over this year's. Um, they're, they're, they're a pop artist. I believe they're a pop group. I believe they are almost in every one of these same categories. <laughs> they're all over. Um, these the nominations and awards and all those types of things. But I'm just going to be honest with you, watching the show, I was not all that impressed. Nicki Minaj opened the show. It was boring. It was boring. It was boring. And I like Nicki. And I like her performances. But this one was just kind of hit and miss. And she could have left the whole Remy, the No Fraud song off. It was. It didn't fit with any of the rest of the performance. And it was just too much. So I was not here for that at all. Sorry. Um, it was just, it could have been more overall as far as the Billboard Awards were concerned. So, I'm going to wrap that up. Anybody else watch it? Do you have any other comments? Rashad, did you watch it? You know, we have our our music conversations every once in a while. Did you happen to catch it at all? You know, I happened to actually not catch it. Uh, But, I will say this. Uh, Drake is whack. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I mean... I, I knew it was coming. I mean, man, really I just now. don't get it, man. Like, I really Catch don't. Catch me outside. It, I'm telling you, <laughs> fight me. In, in the words of my brother bro. Thomas, fight, fight me. me then. I'm telling you, look, I, I, I just can't deal. I don't get it. I'm not, I, I, I don't get it. He's not rapping, so how is he winning rap awards? Like, yeah, it rhymed, but at the same time, it's all singing. He's more like a a, a pop singer. Like, he should go against he's Ariana Grande all the time. Like, I mean, but really, all his albums should go against, like, Ariana Grande and, and Christina Milian, and, 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 and that's where he is. He's that. He's I don't mean, I, I don't get it. 
but people really want him to be up there with people that matter, and I just I, I don't see it. Is it with people that matter? <laughs> I mean, it ain't no news. Like if she said, and she said Nicki Minaj was born. That ain't no news, Flash. She been born. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, I know you don't like Nicki. If anything, I'm happy that everything is starting to come back to where music actually matters again a little bit. Because I mean, you know what? I I actually enjoy watching the Migos over over to all the people that we just met. Oh God! I I would I would honestly rather hear a Migos song, like honestly, because at least they gonna entertain. See, that's where I'm at to bow out yeah. on that one. I mean, hey. <laughs> amigo. <laughs> right, amigo. What's amigo? <laughs> like, but, you know, I, and I think, but see, that also comes back to how music is so personal to each person. You know what I'm saying? There yeah. are some times that we can all completely agree on, it, on, on on an artist and how it makes them feel and how they feel, you know, all that good stuff. And then there are times that we're on completely opposite sides of the spectrum. And that's just our people. But I think overall, like, I've watched one of Nicki Minaj's um concerts like as far as even if you don't really necessarily have to like her as an artist overall like you can go buy her album if you were to watch a concert of hers she's consistent in her performance in her concerts and she puts on a decent show for the fact that people are paying money to go see this show that's what i meant by saying she's a good performer but this particular performance just seems very cut and paste like it wasn't put together well in comparison to other other shows that i've seen her perform in so you know, I get what you're saying. You don't really dig her at all, but this particular performance was just lackluster compared to what I've seen her do before. That's what I meant I by say, that. <laughs> but not necessarily that she was just whack all the guests. I would say, I think it's probably because it, it'd be hard for her to, you know, put the new music on stage knowing that the last thing we know of her is, is that she was 100% taken apart by Remy Ma. So uh-huh. I mean, what what she has going on is basically like a a redemption album, and um, yeah, hmm. nope. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm looking now. I'm looking at it because there was no there was no need for her to come back with the new song. I was like, why are you gonna get up and stop with you again? That's just when I looked over at Jamie and said, why is she poking this woman? Why is she trying to get her back in the mix all up in the – just several feet. Sit down. Be humble. That's how I felt about that. But all right. So we're going to move on to the BET Awards. <laughs> Which are coming up on June 25th. Yes, they're coming up. Um, the BET Awards will be live Sunday, June 25th at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Pacific time. Um, so just to run over real quick the, the, the nominees for – the BET Awards, Best Female R&B Pop Artist, Beyonce, Kalani, Mary J. Blige, Rihanna, and Solange. Huh. Rihanna and who? I honestly... Wait, you said Rihanna and who? <laughs> we got Beyonce, Kalani, Mary J. Blige, Rihanna, and Solange. Baby Bay. Solange? <laughs> Solange? Yes, but you know... Solange, Solange, you know what I'm trying. Her album yeah, just came out. Yeah, this is Solange's album. Crazy in the Sky, and her album was pretty fly, though. I and I, I was going to like it, but album. after you, 
Good is a pretty fly album, Kels. If you have not oh, listened okay. to it, I'm going to need you to peep it. Cause I, I don't think this one was a, the slide under the rug. Like, I think she kind of earned this one. I'm, I'm here for Solange being in this category. Um, I'm also and here for Kalani. This. Like, she's pretty. <laughs> I'm going to send you a link, but I'm going to send you a link. Don't take that Solange out. But I'm I'm actually I think Kalani is one that if we don't see If she doesn't do well this year As far as awards are concerned We will get more of her next year She's the chick that sings a distraction song That's out right now That everyone is all loving and and into She's got a really Mm -hmm. good voice So I'm hoping we we hear more of her Um, So best male R&B artist Bruno Mars, Chris Brown The Weeknd, Trey Songz And Usher I think Bruno's going to take this mm. one, hands down. Yeah, I think Bruno's, Bruno's going to steal it. Yeah. yeah, he's had a killer year. Trey Song yeah, just Bruno. released his album, and people are still hitting and missing with that one. Usher's quiet. Usher ain't came out with nothing. Although his last album was very good, and if it came out last year, then it should have been pushed harder because I didn't re- recognize it has been out just a year. Um, Chris Brown, I think next year will be his year all over again because this forty album, I mean this forty disc track that he's, uh, this forty disc album he's getting ready to release is gonna, and he's been killing social media and letting people know that it's coming. So I think next year will probably be the year that we'll hear more about Chris Brown taking stuff home. Forty uh, Did you say forty tracks? Forty, yes. Said, I saw on the Breakfast Club. 40, 40 Chris one. Brown is releasing. He released the track list of his next, his upcoming album, and it is forty songs. I don't know on about that. that. Yeah, I have to find it. Oh. Who, who released that? I mean, forty tracks. I don't know. Because somebody just dropped one with twenty-five, and they could have kept it to themselves. Because Faith <laughs> Evans and that twenty-five song she just gave us, Lord. Oh, I heard that was so I wish, terrible. I think Sasha was I wish I could hand that. it back to her, personally. <laughs> if I could hand it back to her, I'd be like, hey, Faith. Right here. Take that, about take that, take that. Open up your Dropbox. You need to take this back. Right. Uh-uh. Take this whole album that. back. <laughs> I'm a drop back. You just back that you Yeah. But 40 tracks. 40 tracks. Yeah, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to share with you all. He posted it on his Instagram, Chris Brown official. Now this is a handwritten a handwritten list, but um, it goes on to say that he later confirmed it, I believe. But on the Breakfast Club, I'm gonna look for that list. I'm gonna look for that link here in a little bit and share that probably um, during our next song. But it says Chris Brown is unleashing a whopping 40 tracks for his forthcoming studio effort, Heartbreak on a Full Moon. The R&B singer shares a handwritten track list on Instagram May 1st, revealing that it will be a double album. Heartbreak follows his 2015 effort, Royalty, named after his now two-year-old daughter. Okay, blah, 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 blah. Um, Brown, who is currently on his party tour, has sparked several controversial headlines since his last studio album. Um, that's talking about his beef, but then there's this picture of 40 songs here on this. Um, it says Heartbreak, I mean, that's Heartbreak just- is on a full moon. It's slated for a release this year via RCA Records, and then it does list the full track list. So I'm getting ready to share that. It's going to be like a four-hour album. And you know what? I would sit and let that bad boy play. I'm going to let it play. Might even hit every beat. I'm going to let it play. He said, put your Pandora away. You don't need no What's the chords? You don't need no ACF I chords. 
Uh, you always <laughs> need an HDMI cord. We're going to need that. Mm-hmm. No, I'm saying because that's four, that's four hours worth of music. Who party since it lasts longer than that? Like, you can play that at a whole party. You can play that at the club. You can play his song CD. I just feel like with 40 <laughs> songs, there's got to be at least 25 misses. Like, I, that's shooting real high. Yeah, real high. From a voice we hear all the now, time. You also, I swear every song on the radio is his anyway. Yeah. You also have to think, though, he also raps. So I'm wondering if he's going to try and mix it up with the R&B and rap. Because, you know, he's the performer. Is he going to give us, like, a movie where, like, it's an audio movie that we're getting ready to go through? Is he going to do, like, Beyonce where he's going to give us a real movie with the videos? You know, right. Like, there's no telling. What he's given us, you say what you want about him in his personal life, but as far as Chris Brown is concerned, as far as a performer, he sings, dances, raps, like, and he's talented at these things. He ain't no, you know, as far as where I've had some grown, hardcore men to be like, you know, yeah, he, he, he got, he can do it, you know, he got it, he, he can hang on the track. So, and some of his mixtapes get banged by more men than I'd ever even knew women knew about Chris Brown rapping. So if he mixes it up and gives us a variety of, of talent and, and, you know, it's actually good, that could be a game changer. If he gives us a solid 40 tracks of banging music, that yeah, that's what I'm changing for right now. Yeah, because well, I'm mad at these 10 and, 11, 10 and 11 tracks. I was pissed that Bruno was giving us 11 or 12 songs. I was like, now you knew this was fire. You knew. You knew this album <laughs> was going to be one that we was going to play back to back. 10, 12 songs, but really? Yeah, but, but, but Chris Brown, you know, I, I'm just going to I'm gonna have to call him up and see what's going on with these 40 tracks. That's a long time. <laughs> I'm sure, you know, that my baby daddy get out there and <laughs> do that. But uh, but Bruno, if his ass going to make you think you back in uh, middle school or something in the 80s, I mean, feel good music. I love it. So Bruno I love probably, it. Bruno, Bruno probably takes that. Yeah, I think that Bruno one's going to be all his and it's going to no question about that mm-hmm. one. The viewer's yeah, choice, real quick, and I'm going to wrap this one up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The viewer's choice, they have Sorry by Beyonce, 24 Karat Magic, Bruno Mars, Bad and Bougie, Migos featuring Lil Uzi Vert, Starboy, The Weeknd featuring Daft Punk, Fake Love by Drake and Black Beatles, uh, Ray Shrummer, and Gucci Mane. I still think Oh, I could tell you what's going on. Bruno. I oh, Bruno, what you think? Be not shocked when it wins. Migos is going to win that. By a landslide. Man, you think so? What? Do oh, that is viewer's choice. That that's viewer's choice. Oh, yeah, Everybody was yeah. singing that song. Yeah, that's Bruno's song, I, yeah. I'm not taking nothing away from none of Bruno's songs, but Bruno didn't have Bad and Bougie. That's almost like the song of the year. I wouldn't be surprised if they beat Beyonce at least more than once. If they're in the category with her, Beyonce was probably yeah. walking around the house singing that song herself. Like, <laughs> why you had to bring Beyonce into it, though? Why you had to bring Beyonce into this, though? I'm just saying, though, everybody was walking around. Look, come on now. It, it, raindrop, drop top. Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> White people were leaving on the raindrop. Drop top. <laughs> I know that one. I know that one. I'm cool. <laughs> I know that one. Don't, don't pass me by. Like you know it, you know it. I don't know what it means, but I know it's a drop top. Yeah, if my if my if my great nieces and nephews know it, I'll be like, okay, that's hot. 
That's it. I get all yeah, of that music from that real. right there. Ain't anybody <laughs> looking for it? That I mean, it's only fair. I mean, if that doesn't win, I would feel shicey because that right there, just those few words right there, had everybody in a tizzy for at least two months. And that's all you had to say to get a party started was raindrop, drop top, <laughs> and then wait for it to drop, oh, and that's oh. it. And everybody hands up like, oh, <laughs> oh, that is all right. <laughs> Cooking a hot box. Okay, so <laughs> I, 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 I remember on the first show when you talked about that song and I hadn't heard it yet. And you were talking about if you don't say if I can't say raindrop, if you say drop top back, we can't be friends. I was thinking, Oh, she's gonna no, tell this real quick. I don't know what he's talking about. I mean yeah, that one yet. Look. He mm-hmm. he say raindrop to me okay. today. I'm still gonna be like, keeps falling on my head. Like huh? what? Oh, my Lord, you better not say keep falling on my head. I'm like, got him. I got it. Got it. (laughs) We done put you up on game, Kel. Consider yourself blessed. Yeah. All right, so this one, before we wrap up this segment, Rashad, I I definitely want to know what you think about this one because, okay, so this is the the nominees for Best Male Hip-Hop Artist. We have Big Sean, Chance the Rapper, Drake, Future, J. J. Cole, and Kendrick Lamar. Now, I'm crossing Future off the list just on GP. He is, is, when we're going to talk about the rappers, people Future don't even belong. Yeah. We're kicking him off of there. But I know that I've seen plenty of conversations discussing the Big Sean, K. Dot, the Chance the Rapper, you know, the, 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 the J. Cole, these four. Drake, we know Drake gets everything, but and we and I know how you feel about Drake rapping, so I'm gonna focus on the Big Sean, Chance, J Cole, and K Dot. Who you got out of this crew? Because I know, I think I know what you're going with, but I wonder if it's who I think it is. Out of all of those folks, like honestly, the best album that came out out of all of them is Chance the Rapper. Um, but I don't know how much they on the timeline because by timeline, I think that that album shouldn't even be getting awards still, but I could be wrong. So if I'm wrong, then I'm going with Chance. If, like, by what's going on right now, I would probably have to say J. Cole's album is still out of that timeline, too, because he was winning up for that uh, album last year, it seems like. But um, I would they go with no Big Sean and Chance. No, nah, it's going to be Big Sean or Chance. One of them, two. I think it's going to more chance than Big Sean. Chance the Rapper's um, album came now His out. album was free. Yeah. The most recent one, what, tell me the name of it real quick, so I can click it on the... Coloring uh, Book. Acid Rapper and the Social Experiment? No, nope, Coloring, Coloring Book. Book. Okay. No, it came out in 2016. Um, May... Uh, I'm going with Wikipedia. So, yeah, it's been a year then. <laughs> May 12, 2016. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it seems like they kind of Nicki Minaj him. Yeah, it's like they <laughs> Nicki Minaj him. He shouldn't even be in it, so that's not even really fair. But his album's still better than all it is, though. Like if if I had I like, like if I had all of them right there right now, and I can only play the album that they have out right now. Much as I love Big Sean's album, that Chance album is better. 
It's between the two of them for me, but I really think Chance's album. Because I, I, I love J. Cole, but his last album did not do it for me at all. I really like K-Dot, but his last album, I, it was hit or miss for me. There's a few, there's maybe a couple tracks that I like really like and would listen to regularly, but then the others I would consider mood music. Like, I got to be in my, like, my fist up, you know, I got to be in a think, thought-provoking mood to listen to the rest of that album. But beginning to end, no skips, no frustration, Chance the Rapper, followed by Big Sean. Like, I love both of those albums very, very much. So I have to agree with you on that. And I don't think Drake would even, him or Future, even need to be in this this category. They're there they're, they're just by, they needed to fill some spots, I think. <laughs> I think because they, I don't know. Yeah. Well, well I, I want to know what you thought about I, that one. Go ahead, go ahead. I know uh, Big Sean uh, created a, a a station on my Pandora without my permission, so he must have got some kind of clout. He got the move. He got the move. He got the move. But you like it though, don't you? But you like that station though, don't you? I mean, it's all right. Now that I listen to it, but I can say, why don't you hear Big Sean on my Pandora? Like, who? I don't even. I don't even know Big Sean. Like, I know the song, but I don't know rapper's names. You know? And I'm like, who created the station? But they created. He got it for me, and I've been listening to it for the last couple of days. So I think he has some kind of power, so he may go ahead and take it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He got the moves. The universe said that, that you swir- needed it. You hear that swerve, swerve, swerve. You know it's going down yeah. when you hear that swerve. Swerve, 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 swerve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, boy. And he come on like after every two or three songs, they'd be like, "Yeah, this is a something like Big Sean uh, Station or something." I'm like, "Really? Really? Hey, Big Sean." <laughs> <laughs> well, we are going to keep our eyes and ears open for what's coming forward with the um, BET Awards. I'm sure there will be all kinds of other controversy and. and Grabbers for our attention as it comes up on us on June 25th. We've got a little less than a, a little more than a month for us to hear about it. So let's let's keep our eyes and ears open for that one going forward. Um, so what we are going to do now is get into our next song of the night. Is this our last song of the night? Um, it is. It is. Yes, We're going to get into Detroit Kill B. This is our Chris Brown. Hey. Right, I jam. <laughs> Eyes ready. That's like a pit with no muzzle. Disregard all that hating. That's why these MCs look puzzled. He bulletproof in the club. Outside leaking in puddle. Patrol 900 proof. Take a shout for the struggle. Pour some liquor for doggy. Pour a shout out for proof. Illustrated and demonstrated. These lyrics is clarified. You think he a He got some heart. He a testify. Tell him you and your mans. How you moving them grams? No Pastor Troy. We doing numbers. Call that Billy Graham. They infected with fake hustle. They moving that spam. Got the ham and the chicken, got the bitch in the kitchen, washing pots in the dishes. Don't see the mission until they stuck in submission. Power moves the position, autopilot on this, intuition they fishing. Jim Brown, not Chris, I'm in Virginia with this. Work, 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 dancing out the pot. Chris Brown, it's all up on my, on my Chris Brown. Chris Brown. 
illness, I'm legal. Pop tops like Pringles, whipping up in the regal. Ain't a bean pop, I spit the truth like seagull. I don't f with them kitties with two, they ain't legal. Cashed out them hundreds for ones, I'm throwing singles. Strip club raining, Hurricane Katrina. Lean maxed out, we stay platinum like Visa. Ball cheese like Cheetos, running faster than cheetahs. Come slow with the cheese, I'm Danny DeVito. Guns on the hip, they calling me Max Payne. Eyes turn red, I blank out like Max Payne. Work, 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 dancing out the pot. Chris Brown, it's all up on my coat. Chris Brown, Chris Brown, up out of pocket. Chris Brown, Chris Brown, I'm all up in your city with that Chris Brown. Anybody chimed in, but um, I guess we'll go ahead and jump right into it. Um, All right, let's get it. <laughs> since I didn't say this last time, uh, we're gonna go ahead and let this segment be brought to you by Curvy Kid Clothing, where self-reflection is perfection. Servicing women of all sizes that love to show off their curves. And actually, we are sponsoring an event on June 3rd. Um, it's called Embrace and Empower. It's a youth conference, and it's going to be hosted by the new um, children's clothing portion of Curvy Kitten, which is called Cuddle Kittens. And this conference is going to equip women um, to gain skills in entrepreneurship, um, arts and crafts. Uh, they'll have sessions on self-esteem, anti-bullying, and uh, they'll have some uh, activities, uh, physical activities, such as modeling and dance classes. So if you know any 
young girls ages 7 to 12. Um, you can search Embrace and Empower on uh, Eventbrite or on Facebook and uh, get your ticket. There may be a couple of scholarship tickets left. So the hot topic for tonight, which comes from our group, which is called Scoop Nation on Facebook, um, was a post about um, privacy between um, spouses. And I'm going to actually read exactly what the question says. When you're married, what part of your life should be respected as private from your spouse? And <laughs> since I'm not married, I'm going to pass this question over to Miss Q to um, get her thoughts on it and what her <laughs> experience or advice is. <laughs> what should be private in a marriage? If I feel... <clears throat> no, definitely there. There are things. <laughs> I'm not one of those who feels there's nothing, <laughs> but not at all. Um, I feel I'm team share finances. I'm team share um, things that affect us. But I am also team. I'm still. A, I'm still me. Um, I I believe that you become one when you get married, and there's a there's a vast majority of life that you must do together. But I feel to remain a whole person that's able to give to your relationship, you must still have some safe places that are for you. Um, I feel like your phone, your journals, your diaries, if you've got like a room or drawers. I know my mom used to have a drawer, you know, growing up. That was like her drawer that she put her papers and special things in that she wanted for herself, and we didn't include with her drawer. We knew that was just her drawer. Um, I think it's more of a respect thing. And not so much of you're not respecting my space, you're just respecting the relationship. I think we are more, we, we're too quick to make it an either-or type situation. What are you hiding? Why can't I see you? What are you hiding? It's not even about that. It's a matter of sometimes people, you have to remember that a person is an individual before they become a part of a pair. So there are certain things that they are used to that they need. There are certain coping mechanisms and defense things that they need to be able to work through on their own. Um and sometimes that does not include you. As much as we like to feel that we are, we are not the end-all and be-all medicine for our spouses. Sometimes we need to self-care. And for sometimes, sometimes whether that be in your phone, if you're, you know, some people keep their lives in their phones, in their journals and things like that. So those places are sacred places, and I think you should wait for your invitation into those places as opposed to feeling you've got an open door there. But as far as, you know, and, but, and again, with that being said, that's not saying you never get to discuss what's there. Ask, have that conversation where the comfort level is built so that we can discuss something there. That way I feel like I trust you and you're safe here with me as opposed to me now feeling violated in this space that was just for me. I think that's what, <clears throat> I think that sometimes that's what people miss when they say there's still something that should be reserved for you. We automatically go to the negative connotations of why I can't see it, why I can't be involved in it, because naturally we're, we're self-driven. What is it for me? Why can't I? What is it about me? Why not? Well, because it's not for you, and that needs to be okay. And I think sometimes we get into a marriage and think that gives you an all-access pass to everything. And that's not true. That's part of the control thing that we have to own up to. We have to own up to our own insecurities and need for control 
when it comes to our spouses and our others or the people that we love and we feel like are our people, we have a certain level of control that just comes with the implication of that love of those people. So we have to recognize instead of feeling like we've been taken, you know, something's being taken away from us or that somebody is trying to do you wrong or keep you out of something, you have to really think about it. Do I really need to have that? Like, is that really killing me if I don't have access to that thing right now? Wouldn't it be better if I go through them because then we can do this together type thing? Like, when you really look at the basics of a situation, it's really not about the sharing or the unity or as being one. It's about that's something you told me I can't see. Why? That's what that usually boils down to. That's why I don't I don't feel that those places should be able to be accessed without permission. And I just think that because when you really look at the root of it, it's not based in a need to build us. It's in a need for me to know what's going on in your in your stuff. And that's not necessary. That's how I feel about that one. And I know it's not always <laughs> shocked. But that's my two cents on it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Rashad, what do you think? Well, you know, in my previous three marriages, um, I would say that the best way that we all kept our uh our open lines of communications and, 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 and staying out of each other's way in business and dividing what was all right. I was messing around, I ain't had no wife. I don't know how to do none of that stuff, right? Uh, but I would think. Right, I was just going to be like, ah. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm in the chat like, uh, wait a minute. Did y'all see that? That's so funny. But, uh, um, honestly, man, I think you actually brought up a lot of good points. I would also just say, you know, uh, adding on, I think it is a good thing that people have their own space. Um, I don't think each other should be in each other's business all the time. Um, I'm I'm, I'm kind of in the if you go looking for it, it finds you type family. So I'm not a person that, um, case in point, you ain't going to catch me just going noodling. I'll throw a, a, a hook out there in the water, but I'm not going to go stand and stick my hand in the hole wondering what could bite me and hoping that I do grab a fish. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going looking for the danger. So I don't go in women's purses. I don't go in your phone. I expect the same respect back. If I don't get the, I mean, well, I don't have a purse, but I don't go in my book bag, you know, whatever it is. But, yeah. I mean, I accept the same respect back because I give you that same luxury and you'll see it. Like, you don't have to worry about that. I'm not over your shoulder looking to see how you type and where you typing or nothing like that. It's not, it's just not my character. So, you know, I mean, I think everybody has different little lines. I don't think there's a – I do think there's a wrong way. I think there's a right way as well, but there's definitely wrong ways. I think when you're overbearing with it to the point where, like, you don't have your own identity, where y'all are basically just genuinely one individual, I think that's kind of creepy. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Just let people live their life, but at the same time, you got to learn to trust. Because if you, ain't, if you can't trust the person you're with, then what's the point in being with them anyway? True. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I was shocked about how many people were saying no. Like, there's no privacy when you get married. I'm like, yeah. No well, privacy I, that's, when you that's get even married. my comment. 
I was like, so that means no privacy. There's people on there who who said that mm-hmm. there was no private things once you once you get married, and way more than you think. Feel I mean, that way. Yeah, <clears throat> and I mean, I I I agree too with having you know having something of your own. Like to me, it's a just um, an added protection for stress and just getting on my nerves, you know, like if, mm-hmm. if you're around somebody all the time, you know it's going to come to a point to where you, you have some some nerve issues and mm-hmm. some just being around each other too much. Dang, can you have something to where you can get a break so that you won't, you know, it won't cause other risks in your relationship. So to think that you have, you have a need to see everything, it just, I mean, to me it makes the person that wants to see it so bad, I, I feel like it even makes them even more inquisitive. Like if you ask about one thing, it's gonna be something else. Like there's not, there's yeah. never gonna be. Oh, can you, you imagine? Can you imagine if we were able yeah. to walk? This puts me in the mind of if we're walking around, each of us walks around, and every thought that we have gets its own chat bubble above our head, like. Can you imagine if your spouse reads, say, this is your phone. You read a text <laughs> message. Say you, I write myself letters and text messages. I, yeah. I send stuff and never send it to myself. You know what I mean? I do that. I, what if I'm having a bad day or you have made me mad and I'm ranting because I have enough respect or I understand that I'm tripping, but I still need to get this thing out. And I have a, I'm going in. Just me, myself, and my pen. I'm going in with, you know, my stylus or whatever. And I save it, send it into the cloud, and it goes off into its world. And then you read it, and now you're looking at me the next morning saucy. <laughs> because you know that it was never meant yeah. to you in the first place. You know, how many times has that yeah. happened? When, or you've spilled tea about friends. You know, you were having a conversation, and someone has read a conversation and seen some things, and now everyone in the situation is looking at, you know, someone who has nothing to do with it has now got all the inside scoop, everybody's information, and gets to look at it. And look at everyone else crazy. Now, you have insight into something that you weren't even supposed to say. You weren't even supposed to know anything about. You know what I mean? So there's right. all kinds of trust circles being broken and twisted, and, 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 and who knows if that's even something that you've been made aware of. So it's just a matter of it's bigger than you, that one person, and the need to find out that particular information at that time. It's just so many things that could go wrong by going forth and getting it rather than being offered. I think that's the, that's the thing. And the, yeah. <laughs> let me shut up. Y'all know this one in the in the groups. Even I have to stop notifications <laughs> on these types of posts because I be thinking, how does this make any sense? <laughs> and it just makes basic people sense. Yeah, it's you know, and I think because it, and it's really just the way we the way we view things. Like everything has two mm-hmm. sides, and you're gonna have that side that just mm-hmm. thinks, like you said, they don't even know that it's a control it's more of a control issue than even knowing mm-hmm. information like the information can nothing you know but if somebody took a piece of paper and folded it up real fast before you got in the room you go swear that piece of paper yeah that has something to do with you, you. No, this is actually <laughs> i actually spit my gum out in this and i was trying to hurry up before it up so i can throw it in the trash like i mean you don't yeah. you don't know the backstory on certain things um especially written things or things that's written to you. You just don't know the backstory mm-hmm. on it. So it's just it's just safe to avoid those conflicts. And I think one thing that I even know this is this is something that I noticed in myself and I had to change is that 
and I might have said it before, is that sometimes you get so comfortable in being mad and angry and are miserable that those feelings are comforting. So mm-hmm. everything might be going mm-hmm. okay, but you just want to insert yourself in something that you know is going to tee you off. Give you some. Yeah, so yeah. I'm a re, I'm a Cause you have that energy you got to get are, out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's already mm-hmm. predetermined. So if you don't. If you don't know the backstory on something or if you so wanting to be in every little piece of business, you might take something that is so minute and blow it all out of proportion. Like just have your own story with stuff and just really cause problems that don't need to be there. So I agree with both of you about, you know, this is where this is one part in a marriage to me. I haven't been married, but I would think I would approach it as the one chance just to exercise that trust. Go ahead and get some exercise in you know. Yep. Don't those things are don't earned. feel like you have the title to does it. not get you that. <laughs> the title does not get you that. <laughs> Trust is one of those yeah. things that's earned. We we think a lot just comes with titles and that's not how that works. You get entitled to deeds and things when it comes to marriage. <laughs> you know, when you sign your name, that becomes legal. But as far as the heart matters and the things, that, those places that you have to be let into, that still takes work. Even, even, even still, you know, that as far as the law is concerned, that entitles you to those things. But as far as the, the matters of the heart and getting into those deep spaces, those things come through work still. And the ring does mm-hmm. not say the work is done. And I think we, we the rain don't mean to take the work over with. It, it don't. It, no, <laughs> not when it really comes down to keeping the ship floating. No, the rain. I don't like. Yeah. Let me. I've lost my wedding ring three different times throughout my thirteen year marriage. I have had three different wedding rings. The ring don't mean a thing. Okay, <laughs> like at all. So yeah, we we put a lot on on the whole idea around the ring. It's the ship that has to keep sailing every every time. So yeah, forget that ring. I'm gonna get a little friendship when next time I lose this one. I ain't replacing this bad boy. I get a tap before I replace this ring next time. For real. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we are in our uh, we are at our wrap up point, y'all. Nine fifty four. Did you get that? Nine fifty four. Look at that. Good show, Yeah, good show. Mm-hmm. Way to go. Yeah. I think we did. I think we made Papa Panda proud. What you think? Is he gonna come back with our long list, or do you think we did all right? No, he's gonna be trying to take vacations now. <laughs> he ain't gonna care. As long as we got his schedule, man. That's what I say. We should have, <laughs> right. we should have threw a monkey wrench in there. I ain't gonna think it's cool to not be here. Well, I'm sure he'll give us our, our critiques on next week when he comes back to join us. But um, Rashad, do you have you want to start us off on our, our final thoughts for the evening? Um. I just want to say great show. I want to say, um, uh, 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 um, as always, keep it petty, of course. And uh, also, man, do a good job of trying to make somebody smile. Like I tell you, man, making somebody smile will also make you smile and it's healthy. So make it happen. Yes, to make the people smile. Yes. See that good light. 
Um, I want to encourage everybody, if you've got little ones, to go and get them, little girls, go get them signed up for Kel's Empower, Embrace and Empower Conference um, next Saturday, June 3rd. She has put in a ton, a crazy amount of work into this event, and I want your girls to be there. Go to the website and get your baby set up. My girls will be there. My nieces are going to be there. I'm super excited for that. Also, ladies, get your tickets for the the return of the Oklahoma Naturals. Um, adjust Your Crown event, June 3rd at the um, Credit Union House, I believe it is, in Oklahoma City. Yes, but um, the event is on my Elegance by Design page, so go and click the link and get your ticket so that you can come out and kick it with us. Have a great week, y'all. Yeah, and just piggybacking on that, ladies, this is the <laughs> way that if you don't have a babysitter, you can get to that hair show. You can drop your babies off at 8. Okay. And make it to that hair show at 10, and y'all both have a, a girl's day out and a lady's day out, honey, free babysitting. So let's let's support our Oklahoma businesses and, um, you know, the natural hair events, kudos to them. I, we have been doing some cross-promotion, and they are just a great mm-hmm. team of ladies, and Elegance by Design is going to be there. Y'all know we sing them praises, so let's show some support. Um. Are the uh, the shows for the rest of the week is Word on Wednesday and be tomorrow, mm-hmm. and then what's the, then um, the ladies on the Thursday? Women are on Thursday. Yep. Yeah, drawing a blank, but um, yeah, definitely. I I learned a lot from you know from the show as always. I have a good time. I thank you to the audience who listen, to the callers that call in. We really appreciate it, and we enjoy you and hope that you enjoy the show. And definitely make the rest of the week great. Oh, and enjoy your holiday. Memorial Day's coming up. Probably got some oh, yeah. three- or four-day weekends. We don't work Fridays for the summer at my job. So. Automatic four-day weekend. Uh-huh. And it's my birthday. Hashtag turn up. Yes, happy birthday to you. Hashtag Kale's birthday. 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 Hashtag four day weekend. Yes, honey. <laughs> <laughs> you have worked really hard this year. You deserve yes. celebration. <laughs> and so I think that's, that's a wrap, y'all. We made it. Yep, that's it. Yep. <laughs> y'all have a great week. We'll see y'all next Tuesday. We're going to end Tuesday. the show with our brother Winfrey Burns in my mind. <laughs> Love mean if you're always giving up, giving up all the time. Oh, if one love, the kind of love that makes you stare at the sun above and blind your eyes. Oh, I really don't care what anybody says. But meant to be with me, isn't this all? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
light and shadow, but that you could see the light. 